Hey everyone, what's up or welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host Amanda and today we have another episode. I haven't uploaded in a while, I've been a little flaky, but I promise we're back and we're better than ever. So if you're new to this podcast, basically Behind the Girl Boss talks about business stuff, lifestyle, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all those things. And I love to conversate with people and I love to get to know people and their process of how they became who they are and how they started their own businesses. So that is what this podcast is about. A little bit about me. I'm Amanda. I'm 22. I'm studying communications at Concordia University. I also work a part-time job while I also do YouTube, Instagram, this podcast. And I do a lot of freelance work for influencer marketing and video editing while i also have my own apparel brand called kooky apparel and i'm currently working on my other brand that i'm launching this summer so i do a lot of different things and i just i love to learn about other people's process because i love to learn things from people because no matter how high up you go you can always learn something from anyone no matter if they just started or if they're 10 years into their business like you can learn something from every single person So that is why I did this podcast and I love to learn from people. So today we have another amazing guest. Her name is Grace Jicka. I really hope I said this properly. And she is basically a 21-year-old photographer. So she's a 21-year-old freelance photographer who mainly shoots wedding photography. So that's super cool. I've always wanted to be a wedding photographer, but then I got kind of scared about it. And I kind of like shifted gears but it's gonna be so cool to talk to her to get to know about her process where she started how she started everything as such so i'm super super excited for this episode and if you're an aspiring photographer or if you're just into photography a bit or maybe if you're not into photography you can always learn something from someone like i said so please 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 stick around i am super excited to dive in this hi everyone what's up and welcome back to behind the girl boss today i have grace as our guest so hi grace Hey, thank you so much for having me. So do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself, like what you do, where you live, things as such? Yeah, so um, my name is Grace. I live in Central Florida, but I'm originally from New Jersey, um, so I love the North. It's my home. I'm currently studying journalism at Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida, and I'm also a freelance wedding photographer and designer. That's so cool. So beginning, like the beginning of my podcast, I usually do like a hot seat segment so it's basically four questions and you have to answer as fast as you can if you don't know what to answer that's okay but they're pretty i feel like you might know the answer right away so the first one is where's your dream photo shoot location uh yosemite national park yeah do you have a dream person to shoot with oh that's good um i don't know i'm a huge fan of the bachelor so maybe someone who's on the bachelor (laughs) oh i love the bachelor too how did you feel about peter's um last season oh yeah, definitely could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, where is your favorite store to shop at? Um, I would say there's a couple local boutiques around here that I like to shop at. Um, so for like, okay, so my favorite store is 27, but it's a paper goods store. It's not like a clothing store. Yeah. Um, but for clothing, I do a lot of shopping online. So probably like American Eagle. Same. I love online shopping. I don't know why, because sometimes I don't even know what size to get. But like shopping online is just so much easier than going to the store. Me too. I'm really indecisive, so same. And the last one is, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, hopefully, still here in Florida, and hopefully, still running my photography business, probably with a corporate job. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where it takes me. Hopefully, doing something creative. I hope so. So we're gonna start the beginning of the podcast with kind of like school-related questions. So I don't know if you already said this, but 
Where do you currently go? I go to Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida. Okay. Why did you decide to move from New Jersey to Florida for this specific school? Um, I just really liked the school. I actually found it through my church. So I just liked like the environment and um, they had the program that I wanted to study, which at the time was graphic design and the campus was beautiful. So um, yeah, I didn't really know anybody when I moved here, but I ended up really loving it. That's good. I feel like moving to a whole other place sometimes can be like really scary, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, um, so you said you're major majoring in journalism. Why did you choose that specific one? So like I said, I went into college as a graphic design major at first, and then I ended up switching to journalism because um, I've always just naturally been a better writer, and design was really challenging for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of decided to go in the direction of something that I really enjoy and something that I'm a little bit more naturally good at, um, which was journalism. Um, And I ended up really loving it, so it's been a really good decision. Do you think you'd ever do, like, photojournalism? Yeah, I've considered it. Um, the way that the landscape of news and media is kind of changing, um, it's leaning more towards like hiring multimedia journalists. Mm-hmm. So you kind of end up doing everything anyway, like design, video, photo, all that stuff as an MMJ. Um, so I think no matter where I'm placed in the field, I'll probably end up doing both like written and visual content okay. anyway. That's cool. So you said that you want to stay in Florida even after school. Why is that? Uh, I've basically built my business here. I didn't really have a like a large amount of clientele when I was living in New Jersey because I was in high school, so yeah. my business wasn't completely like off the ground. Um, so I will likely be staying here because my business is here. Um, this has just kind of become home to me now. I love it here, and also my boyfriend lives here, and he never wants to leave. <laughs> so um, I will probably look for work around here. Okay, that that makes sense. So now we're turn more towards the photography part. So when did you like start photography? And why? Like, what led you towards wanting to start taking pictures? Um, so I always loved art. I was, like, big on, like, art class and stuff like that when I was in school. My parents signed me up for drawing classes when I was younger. And then somehow I got my hands on a camera when I was, like, probably, like, 9 or 10, maybe younger. And I just started using the point-and-shoot in my backyard. I just enjoyed art and color and composition and just, like, visual like creating something visually mm-hmm. um so that's kind of how I started photography um but it has roots back to when I was younger just like my love for art and visuals yeah. um and then in I think in 2014 is when I purchased my first DSLR camera so my first like fancy mm-hmm. kind of professional camera even though it totally wasn't it was like a <laughs> Canon Rebel P3i um but we were taking a vacation um from New Jersey out to Colorado and back so we were doing a bunch of national parks and I really wanted to have a camera for the trip because we were going to all these beautiful places yeah. so that's when I purchased my first camera I did not purchase it thinking that I would start a business or anything like that I just was like I like photography and it's cool so I'm mm-hmm. gonna buy a camera um, and so from that, I just kind of continued to grow in high school. I would take pictures of my friends. Um, however, my whole high school career was centered around science. I was in like a animal science program, like an honors program at my school. So I thought I was going to become a vet. Yeah. So I didn't really devote a lot of my time to art unless it was my free time. Um, but I was like trying to take portraits of my friends. I was bringing my camera to horse shows because I grew up riding horses. So okay, that's cool. I was bringing my camera to shows. Um, and then as college rolled around, I kind of started, or actually, I think this was senior year of high school, I started to get more into like lifestyle photography. So I yeah. started shooting Sweet 16, senior portraits and stuff like that because everybody was graduating. And then coming into college is when I first started building clientele. Um, 
of people who I didn't really know and didn't have connections to. It was just people reaching out to me. So that was in 2017. And then since then, my business has just kind of grown and evolved into, um, instead of sports and nature and whatever I wanted to photograph, kind of more into something more niche, which is like lifestyle and wedding photography. Okay, that's cool. So basically, the time that like you shifted for shooting just for fun to more serious was when you went to college? Yeah, it was when I came into college and started my graphic design major. So I was more focused on like creativity and art and um, kind of like had more of a business mindset also. Okay, makes sense. Um, So you said your first camera was the Rebel T3i? Yes. What do you shoot with now? So I have two camera bodies that I bring with me because weddings are one of those days that only happens once. Yes. So you always have to have backups. Um, so I have a 5D Mark III as my primary camera, like Canon 5D Mark III, and then a 5D Mark II as my backup camera. Okay. Do you shoot alone for weddings? Um, sometimes. Majority of the time, yes. I think all of the weddings that I have booked for 2020 and 2021 so far don't have a second shooter, but I like to have one because it's just... Mm-hmm. I'm only one person and I can yeah. only do so much and I can absolutely run the day by myself, but it's definitely preferable, especially for like a 12 hour day. It is yes, preferable for sure. to have another photographer yes. there with me, like kind of helping me out. Yeah. I feel like weddings, like, like you said, like it's once one day only and like that's the only time you really have. So I feel like I'd be a little bit stressed to be by myself, but good for you that you can do it <laughs> alone because I would, I don't think I'd be able to. Do you have any advice? It's a lot of oh. fun. I mean, I love weddings I and I like see the photographers all the time and they look like happy and everything but I feel like I don't know I'd be stressed if I was alone because like (laughs) what if you don't capture that one thing you know yeah it can be but it's just kind of like you're going so much during the day and there's so much always happening and like if you blink you miss something so you don't even have the time to think about being stressed because you're just trying to handle what's going on and I guess you get used to it after doing a few definitely yeah Okay. Well, do you have any advice on for anyone that's like looking to get their first camera on like choosing what camera is best for you? Yeah, definitely. So I always recommend the Rebel line to people who are more of a hobbyist. And then I recommend like the 60D, 70D, 80D line to people who are coming in with more of a business mindset and know that they want to invest money to see a return. Um, it's like, to me, it's worth it to invest in like a little bit nicer, like a piece of gear if you're coming in with that business mindset. But if you're just kind of like testing the waters and seeing what you like, going for the Rebel line is, um, more affordable and it's like a way to get started in learning how to operate a DSLR. Um, and then I also always recommend to people, I'm speaking from like a Canon standpoint, mm-hmm. that's where all my gear is from, but I always recommend people get lenses that are Canon EF lenses, not EFS, because if they want to up- uh, like upgrade their gear into something on the professional lines, um, certain lenses will not work on those. Okay. They'll end up having to sell them. So I always just say, like, invest in the nicer lenses because you'll be able to use them for years to come. And then if not, they do hold their value. So, like, you can resell them. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> so is there any style or type of photography that really interests you but you've never tried before? Um, I wouldn't say I've never tried it, but I love, like, editorial photography that's more, like, edgy and, like, mm-hmm. um, the kind of fashion photography that you see on the streets of New York City. Like, we yeah. just don't really have a market for that here in Tampa. Like, if I was in Miami, then I would probably see more of that. But yeah. here in the Tampa area, it's a lot of, like, tourism and, like, a lot of weddings and destination weddings and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which I love. But 
Um, it's really fun to do something more creative because you just have a lot more control over what's going on. So you can plan outfits, locations, and you can really think about color theory when you're setting up the shoot and composition. There's just a lot more thought that you can put into shoots like that yeah. that you're not necessarily able to put into lifestyle shoots because it's really up to my clients and what they want to see. So I'll have creative input, but you know, mm-hmm. they choose the location, they choose their clothes and stuff like that. Um, so being able to do something more like editorial would be really, really fun and just kind of stretch me creatively. Yeah, I'm sure you could, like, especially if your business is growing now, like in the future, you could do like things where you travel to other places and like do that. Like you said, you're from New Jersey. So like that's close to New York. So you can always, you know, go back for yeah. a little trip and like do that stuff. I think it would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Whenever I'm home, I try to go into the city and shoot because it's just like so much fun and there's just so much to do and so much to see. Yes. So what is your dream career path? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I think right now, while I'm young, I'm 21, um, maybe in the beginning, kind of as I am springboarding, like kind of starting off my business and still in the first couple of years of starting it up, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I have the, like, I have the power to take it in whatever direction I want because there isn't really like a precedent set yet yeah um so I'm kind of trying to launch it into more destination work because I am young and I would like to travel and um I've spent like a lot of time traveling by myself just because of living in Florida and my family's in New Jersey so like yeah traveling alone does not bother me like it's not something that I'm scared of it's something I'm really comfortable with so I am confident that I could do really well in that um, area yeah. of photography so right now like doing destinations would be super fun um but as I get older I'll probably look to do more like work locally and probably transition more into shooting families or portraits and stuff like that because shooting weddings would mean that I would be gone from my family on weekends for like 12 hours yeah and that's just a lot um so you know in the beginning doing the more adventurous stuff that you can do when you're young Mm -hmm. and then when I'm older doing something that's more stable and that will kind of like accommodate my family better yeah that makes sense you've said that you've done two internships so far um do you want to talk a little bit about them like what they are and how do you think that they relate to your future goals yeah so i interned with a local news outlet here in lakeland however it is part of a larger market so it's a startup called 6 a.m city and they produce newsletters in seven different cities that go out every morning or every weekday at um, 6 a.m so it's all the local news condensed curated and delivered right to your inbox people are very much about convenience and being able to read through something quickly and something that is curated to produce the most information in the shortest number of words. And so that's what we did at 6 a.m. is we curated the most relevant news and the most relevant topics around the city into a newsletter to keep the community engaged and informed about what's going on. Um, And it was so much fun. I loved working for a startup. They were so wonderful. They treated their interns so great. And um, I felt really valued as a team member, even though I was an intern. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll definitely be looking for future employment with them because I just love their company and everything that they stand for. Um, but I got that because I had been working in the public relations department at my school for about half a year. I started in January of last year. So I've been okay. there for over a year now. Um, but I got that job through a professor. So it's it's like the position that an intern would have. However, I don't have like an end date. It's more like yeah. it's treated more like an hourly job. Um, but it's a lot of like intern tasks, which is really great. So I got that through a professor who had recommended me to the department when they said they needed a new student worker. So in the office there, I was doing a lot of, or I still am, doing a lot of press releases. I write articles. Um, I reach out to news outlets. I help with the um, internal communications newsletters, just 
all that kind of stuff, a lot of writing. Um, it has definitely improved my writing because it's just a more intense place to be uh, working because everything just has to be very clean when it's sent out. There's no, like, room for error, really. Yeah. Um, whereas at the news outlet, it was a lot of, like, creative writing. I got to be really fun, and I got to be really witty with what I was writing and kind of, like, use puns and use emojis and use gifts and throw them into the newsletters. So it was a good balance of mm-hmm. something that was more corporate and really tight, like, tight deadlines, yeah. really, like, formal writing versus something that's more creative where I can really infuse my personality and say, like, good morning, Lakeland, Grace here to give you the best, like, five things to do this week. And it was just, it was super fun to have that balance. And it was really, it was healthy for my school career to have that balance. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like in school, like, all we're doing is, like, writing these long, like, 10-page essays that are all, like, formal. So I feel like it's good to have, like, a balance between writing formally and, like, more creative writing because it can get tiring just writing like essays all the time that are always formal I don't know about you but like I I hate it sometimes (laughs) um so do you like advise other creatives to do internships and why or why not yeah I guess it would depend on the field that you're going into but I think no matter what even if it's not a formal internship if you're looking to get started in a field so like if you want to get started in wedding photography shoot underneath another wedding photographer or like like what I did if you want to start get started in PR or news then work underneath the people who are experts in their field because Mm -hmm. that's the only way that you're really truly going to learn is hands-on experience um and also a lot of places you know that are hiring or wanting years of experience previously so that's a good way to get your experience while you're applying to jobs um and also of course networking like I have connections in so many different states from that internship with 6 a.m and yeah. they're all cities that I was looking at living in. So it's definitely been a plus where I have, you know, a connection to this person who could potentially place me in an ideal city where I want to live. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people like think internships are like, oh, like you're only working with them for like two to three months and like they'll forget about you. But like I've heard a lot of success stories where people have worked at like for an, as an intern and then after it turns into a full time job. So I would highly yeah, suggest doing definitely. that. Like I, I only interned for like I think I only interned with 6am for like three or four months, but I was offered an extension, which I wasn't able to take Mm -hmm. um, because I had another like job obligation, Yeah. but I was offered extension. And then when they were hiring a full-time staff member, they did actually call me and ask if I wanted to interview for it, but I wasn't graduating in the time frame that they needed me to be. But it's so common that if you're just a really great intern and you do everything that you can do to stand out in the company to not only your superiors, but like your boss. Um, yeah. you know you might get that call that's offering you something that you didn't expect yeah for sure I think it's like a really good thing to do internships I applied to three for starting in June so they're supposed to do interviews soon so I'm hoping at least one calls back but if not it's okay but oh, I really think internships yeah. are are a good thing to do that's so exciting I had I have an internship set up for the summer if it's going to happen I'm not really sure but mm-hmm. it's another PR communications internship so we'll see how it goes hopefully yeah the world is going to open up again i hope so the ones i applied for they said that it would be possible to do it remotely if nothing changes so at least there's that but i feel like it's such like a difference doing it like in person versus doing it like all remotely from like your house and stuff i feel like it's a different a different vibe and experience it definitely is but it's like you can still have a really positive experience yeah i hope so (laughs) um so are you currently fully self-employed or do you also have like a part-time job? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not fully self-employed. I still work at the PR office, so I've been working from home. I worked with them this morning on some stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So 
it is not my main source of income. My main source of income is photography now, but it's my more steady income where I can expect, like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to get this amount of money from this yeah. job this week. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's people like think having only one source of income is like the ideal way to go. But like, I feel like having multiple streams of income is like a really good thing. I was reading about it and like apparently to be a, like a million, a self-made millionaire, you have to have like at least six to seven streams of income. So I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, it's wild. And someone had messaged me once. They were like, oh, did you know that you need seven streams of income? So, and I was like, okay, well, I'm like 21. So, but yeah. I do have a couple of different streams of income that are not like, I have some passive streams of income and then, mm-hmm. you know, like graphic design is a different stream of income. Yeah. So. Um, it's good to build on it and like it's been really helpful because obviously I can't operate my photography business right now yes. so um, my other streams of income have really helped to supplement that like graphic design or mentorship sessions or presets that I'm selling or the stickers that I sell you know yeah for sure have you so like obviously right now no one can really leave or do anything um, but I know a lot of like photographers are trying to do like photo shoots through um, like FaceTime and stuff have you tried doing that no, I haven't. I've seen other people do it, but I like I really don't know how I would I've, yeah. do that. I feel like it seems <laughs> no, really complicated. Well. Yeah, no, it just seems so hard to be like, okay, can you move your phone here? Like, so it's been successful for some people, but yeah, um, it is not something that I have tried. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen like TikToks of it, and I was like, how do how do people do that? It looks really complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really does. Yes. Um. So. You're currently in school, you do photography, and you work at the um, PR, uh, what was it called? Six, is it 6 a.m.? Yeah, I work in, I work for my school in the PR department. Okay, so you do all those things, which obviously takes up a lot of your time. Um, how do you manage your time with doing all that? So I use Google Calendar, which is really helpful, and I just time block things. I'm, like, more productive when I have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just prioritizing, you know, I use my planner every day. I need to get this, this, and this done. Like, I have this client project in the works, or, like, this person needs their invoice sent over or whatever. Um, school always comes first, um, even though sometimes it's really hard to put classes that you don't care about before the one thing that you are truly, like, so passionate about. Yes. But it is really important for me to finish my degree and good standing like good grades are really important to me mm-hmm. so um prioritizing school and like managing my time so that I can kind of have the best of both worlds like I can run my business successfully and also graduate with honors you know what I mean like those are yes. the things that I want but in order to achieve those things I do have to manage my time really well and also I have to just not take on more than I can handle so mm-hmm. I don't take on every job that comes my way because you know sometimes it's, it's finals week and I can't you know I can't shoot yeah. a finals week it's just not gonna work or you know, I have a football game that I really want to go to, and I'm not going to take a session that day because I'm not going to be in college, like, again. Forever, so, yeah. You know, I really want to enjoy the time with my friends. So prioritizing my schoolwork, my mental health, uh, my friends, and, like, being young and having experiences, you know, it's not going to kill my business to yeah. turn down a couple things just because I want to enjoy the time that I have in college and also, like, succeed as a student. Um, so just kind of, like, knowing my limits and setting boundaries for myself and then also, like, setting time blocks for myself to get work done. Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good way to look at it because like sometimes at one point I was like taking every single like job offer I got and then I realized like I didn't even have time to do all of this so I did it because I didn't want to like make my image look bad I guess you would say but literally I was the most like 
unhealthy and tired I've ever been because I was overworking myself with school and I have a part-time job and I was trying to do like five different jobs at the same time and it's just like not possible so I think it's good to like yeah (laughs) I think it's good to know that like you don't have to take every single opportunity that comes your way because there's always going to be new ones and you shouldn't like break your head over it I find yeah definitely and like if you take everything that comes your way you're gonna be so maxed out that like you can't even serve your clients or like do the jobs well and like that's what really matters it matters that you do the job well it's not it doesn't matter that you do seven things it matters that you do like three things really well so yes I guess like having that mentality and not thinking about it as like a missed opportunity but thinking about it as an opportunity to say no so that you can do a better job at like what's in front of you yeah for sure so I have only two questions left first one is what would you say is your favorite part about being a creative I'm having control over like what I create I guess because working in a more corporate setting like with my job I don't have control over a lot of things which Mm -hmm. is you know that's fine that's just the way that it works but you know having a business that's more creative I get to have a say in you know my style and my website what it looks like and what I get to the wording that I get to use the copy that I get to use you know like and the voice that I create for myself Um, like being able to control like what what image I kind of want to put out or like the way that I want my brand to make people feel you know yeah Um, and just like creating things that people would not necessarily be able to create for themselves but that mean a lot to them like photos with grandparents or pictures of their dress or you know yeah just images that I know people are going to treasure for a really long time is really special to me and I just consider it such a great honor when people Mm -hmm. trust me to be a part of such like intimate moments yes no it's really cool um, so my last question is, do you have any advice for anyone who's an aspiring photographer? Yeah, just like to get out there and practice. Um, I tell everybody that, you know, you don't have to have good gear. You don't need to have like the nicest lenses. You don't even necessarily need to know what you want to do. I just tell people to go out and practice on people, you know, reach out to people and see if they want to do like free shoots and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just practice and then eventually kind of see what you like and then start posting what you want to shoot so I shoot a lot of things that are not like weddings I do a lot of like family photos photos of graduates um like portraits and stuff like that and I don't always post them because that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily like the audience that I'm targeting yeah um so I tell people you know practice develop your skills and then once you want to turn it into a business begin to market what you want to shoot so if you don't want to shoot with families but you have a bunch of family sessions maybe don't post them all over your Instagram because that's what you're going to start getting hired for. Yeah. Um, so I always tell people, you know, just be smart about it learn the business side of things because you can be an amazing photographer but have no business knowledge and you're not going to have, like, a successful business mm-hmm. if you don't know how to run it well. Um, so, yeah, and then also, of course, just invest in education. That's a, that's a big one. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. I love that. Um, so basically, that's the end of this episode. Um, thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to let me talk to you and everything. Um, do you want to kind of plug your socials where people can find you? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so my Instagram is at gracefullycaptured, and I post a lot of, like, social media marketing tips and photography tips and just, like, personal stories of what I'm doing during the day. And then my personal is my name, Grace Jicka, G-R-A-C-E-S-J-I-C-H-I, if you want to see what I'm up to on the daily. Perfect. Well, thank you so much once again. Thank you so much for having me. So that is the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you learned little tips or tricks from Grace. Do not forget to follow her on her Instagram like she mentioned. And if you're looking to follow me on Instagram, I have two for this podcast. So either my personal at It's Amanda Wan 
or my podcast one which is at behind the girl boss where i share tips tricks and advice and all things girl boss mode so be sure to follow me on there and do not forget to subscribe to this podcast whether you're listening to it on apple podcast or spotify it would really really mean a lot and you would be notified whenever i post new podcast episodes so thank you once again for listening and i hope you enjoyed and i will hear you next time